Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carskatton here, Christian Center Report, doing our daily podcast. So glad you're with us. We're closing out the year 2022. And today we're going to start speaking about what we learned in this last year. It was a year of revelation and what God was speaking through this revelation. Okay, let's listen. Times before, when all hope seems lost, my faith begins to fade. There's someone in the distance, and he's calling out my name. He leaves me beside quiet waters. He's assuring me in, and he makes me lie down in green pastures. Well, welcome today. God bless you. It's Tuesday. It is the uh, 27th day of December. 2022. Pray you're being blessed today and that God is strengthening you. I'm here in North Carolina. I know I'm usually from Louisiana, but I'm here with my son, Zachary, his wife, Gabby, my grandchild, Judah, and soon to be new grandchild, Isaiah, Isaiah Manuel. Uh, God is with us. Wow. Some godly names the Lord has put on our children's heart to name our children, give them great destiny. I think a name's very important when you hear the Lord about what to name your child. I think it speaks prophetically, and I know that this child will be a prophetic voice into the earth in this next season. So we're here. Pray for us. Everything goes well with the, uh, the delivery. We're hoping it's this week. So we're here to be on call for that. And then we have other things we're pushing into for the kingdom, but that's a big one for us. Lord gave me that word a couple years ago, said that this generation, uh, really like 35 and below, was going to be key. It's going to be the Jew, uh, Judges 3 chapter of where God said he left the enemy in the, cam- in the camps and around Israel at that time to train the next generation of war. And this next generation is going to be a warring generation. And Lord told me to tell the parents to be war babies. And so we've been blessed in our house, our congregation. We birthed a lot of war babies. And look, everybody says, well, it's not a good time to have a child. Look, the time to have a child is when God says to have a child. There is no natural time that's right to have a child. Well, I got my money in order. I got my house written. No. When God says have a child, when there's vision, there's provision. So pray that for you that are pregnant out there. And I know some of you are, some of you ladies are, not you men, you, you were part of it, but you weren't pregnant. You're not pregnant. Uh, you're pregnant as a teen. Well, I want to close out this week because this is the end of the year, at least today through Thursday, and just really bring revelation of what has happened this year. We'll see what happens each night while I'm here as God speaks to me. Sometimes I have dreams and, uh, encounters with the Lord. So I don't want to say, I'm going to say exactly everything for the next three days, but I do want to press in to what has happened in 2022 to prepare us for the next coming year. And I'm looking on the internet just like you are, and I'm seeing all these prophets and prophetic people who have words for 2023. And I'm excited about that. I'm not here to tell you that's not the right thing to do. Um, I will speak if God tells me what he wants me to say. 
But sometimes I think we as prophetic community feel pressured. We're going into new year. We better launch something for the people to have a perspective. I think we've been consistent. We've tried to be on this podcast and on our live streams, our, our ministry to be consistent in the preparation and the same things that God had been saying, same things God's been saying to us to just build upon them. And I believe that 2022 was a year of revelation in the sense that not just that we weren't, we were having encounters, dreams and visions and that type of thing. I believe revelation of, I, as I have a funny term, I feel like, you know, I like to say is, is who's who in the zoo, because we found out all along the way this year, who is with us and who's not. And, you know, in Mark chapter, I think it's 12, the Lord, or 13, the Lord talks about how brother will betray brother, uh, children will betray parents, and that'll be a sign of the end of the age. And we have seen betrayals uh, on many levels, especially in the, the secular world, political world, it's very common. But even in the church, there's been this whole dividing. Uh, you're having Christians call out other Christians, uh, ministers calling out other ministers. Uh, you have ministers who are engaging in getting in political spirits, pharisaical spirits, and demanding people do certain things. But, you know, in the book of Revelation, in that third chapter, when the Lord speaks of the church ages, there's seven churches there. And really, if you follow the pattern of that story, the seven churches, you can actually put timelines on them. And we fully believe, I think all of us who are in the revelatory realm, fully believe we are in the Laodicean age, the last church of the book of Revelation, seven churches message. And we've talked about it at, at nauseum almost on these on our on our platforms about the importance of being humble in this hour. And uh, the Lord said, I know your deeds, that you're neither hot nor cold, but I wish you were, uh, you know, I wish you were hot or cold. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And this is a dividing. The Lord is just saying, look, I'm going to find out who is hot, who is cold and who is lukewarm. And the middle group is the ones that are getting spit out. We don't want to be in that group. And the, the blessing of our culture and our, as far as our church culture we have right now, most of the body of Christ, especially in the Western world, are blessed. And if we're not careful, we're going to be this description of what Jesus said, that you say you're rich and you have become wealthy and you need of nothing. And you do not know that you're wretched, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind, and you're naked. So he advises us to buy from him gold refined by fire so that you may become rich in white garments so that you may clothe yourself that the shame of your nakedness will not be revealed and the eyes have to anoint your eyes that you may see. And I believe this is the greatest revelation that's come out this year. I think the Lord has revealed to us in our own hearts and in the body who is that person that's trying to buy gold from the Lord who is trying to get those garments that are pure. And the best part about those garments, it reverts back to me of Zechariah chapter three, when the high priest Joshua at that time, Satan accuses him, you know, of being filthy and all the different things he accuses him of. But the Lord rebukes Satan and he puts a new turban and he gives him new garments and to me, pure garments on him. 
so that what? He will have access to the heavenlies. That's what it says. He'll have access to this place where the courts of heaven are and all that it contains. And that's what this passage says here, that your eyes would be anointed that you may see and that you have access to the heavenlies. And I believe with all my heart that you guys and this company that we're building right now has been those that have been trying to press into this place where we have the eyes to see in the spirit what the Lord is saying to the church because that's what he wants this story to be. He says, uh, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline and therefore be zealous and repent. We have been through a year of reproving and discipline. I, I think the Lord has made us die to so many other things in our life. So many things we put our trust in that were not the Lord. If I could say one thing I've learned this year, it's that. That anything, if I trusted that if I got this politician elected or if I made this move or did that, you know, to position myself, administration, whatever, that the Lord just removed that and let me know that he alone is the one that will make these things happen and he has reproved me, he's disciplined me, he's disciplined all of us this year uh, in such a special way. And remember this, Hebrews tells us, I think it's 10, that he disciplines those whom he loves. And I, I always remember Rick Joyner always said that. I mean, as long as I've been following that minister, he's always said, if God is not disciplining you, you need to get very nervous. He said also that if God is not disciplining you for months, when you make a mistake, you need to get nervous. Our goal is that we are so close to his presence that he immediately disciplines us at the moment we sin, at the moment we've gotten off track. You know, that's the best place to repent and turn because it's before you get off on a, on a, a tangent or a rabbit's trail, we call it, where now you got to backtrack and you got to go back and restore things that you've done wrong in that season. And he says, be zealous and repent. I like that. So when you're under the discipline of the Lord, your zeal will be upon you to not only be going after the things of God, but zeal so passionate that you will lead you, it will lead you to repentance. Godly sorrow leads to repentance. So being zealous means I don't want to do anything that would bring God's heart sorrow he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone uh, hears my voice, it opens a door. I will come in him and dine with him and he with me. He who overcomes, I will grant to him to sit down with me on my throne as I have overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. This is the greatest. This is the greatest promise of the seven churches. There are seven churches and seven messages to the overcomer of that age. Now, realize I realize that as the seven churches, we are mixed into all of those we see some of the strengths and weaknesses of all the seven churches at our age but now we're at a time that if we overcome the spirit i think the laodicean spirit wraps it all up and when we overcome it we have a right to sit with him in heavenly places right by his throne as i overcome and sat down with my father what well how did he overcome he humbled himself to the cross he denied himself. He did all the things, the disciplines we've been talking about for our entire ministry, but especially this year. And then, of course, he says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And this, to me, has been one of the key things that's been occurring this year.
is uh, our hearts have been revealed. I think the idolatry of looking to man for strength has been revealed massively because we kept putting our trust in men. We put our trust in a minister. We put our trust in our family. We put our trust in, in a politician, you know, whatever. And it didn't work out. As a matter of fact, it, it began to put our place in our heart or our stomach, we call it, and said, your belly, when hope deferred, it makes the heart sick or it makes the stomach sick, a sick stomach, as we say. And that's what has happened. And, and I, I've shared it before, and we'll talk about it later this week, about the many losses we've had this year in the natural. We've had many victories but we, we in the spirit, but we've lost many things in the natural. But to me, the loss has been a benefit in the sense that I have learned in any area that we have put our trust in man. As it says in Jeremiah 17, cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. See, that's what happens. If I put all my energy into a human to set me free, if I put all my trust into a politician to change my nation, my city, then I have walked under a curse. Now, should I pray for the right person to be in office? Yes. Should I pray that my friends and my family have wise counsel to me? Absolutely. But it says you put your trust in it. In other words, I'm not going to put my trust in the Lord. I'm going to put my trust in this person to set me free. And it, what it does here, it says, according to the scripture here, is it turns your heart away from the Lord. It says, for he will be like a bush in the desert and will not see when prosperity comes but will live in stony waste in the wilderness and the land of salt without inhabitant. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. It's a double promise there. You're blessed if you trust in the Lord and you're blessed when you trust, um, when your trust is the Lord. I think that's, that's a perfect description of what we should have. My trust is the Lord. I'm going to put my, and I think that's the revelation that has come this year. I think that's one of the greatest revelations we got this year. We cannot trust any human entity to be our strength, to make a way for us. Now, God will use man, but we can't put our trust in the man. Because if we do, we limit who God can use. Because if we say this person X is going to be the one that's going to do it, if it's a president, if it's a pastor, if it's a prophet, if it, whatever it is, your family, friend, whatever then what we have said is, God, it can't be anybody else. And God can do what he wants to do and use any vessel he wants to use. So let's thank God for this revelation. Let me pray for you. First of all, I want to break any curse off of us. Lord, forgive us first for putting our trust in man and to put flesh as our strength because, Lord, it's turned our heart from you. We repent of that right now. And we say, no more, Lord. We will not turn that way. We will turn our hearts toward you. You are our king. You are our Lord. And you are our strength. We put our trust in you, and our trust is in you. And I pray that right now over everybody here today. And in the name of Yeshua, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. We'll see you here tomorrow. Let's build on this. Well, thanks again. As we said, this is the closeout of 2022. We're spending the week talking to you about that. Thank you for your sowing. 
all year long. As we said last yesterday, this is the last chance to give in 2022, and we will send you your donation letters uh, at the end of the year. You can go to our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or you can go to our app, and there's a Give button there. Thank you for doing that. We bless you back. We ask for a 30, 60, and 100-fold blessing back upon you as you do this. Well, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. We'll see you then.